Welcome to Meaning Over Money, a different kind of financial podcast where money is never about money. Welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so excited to have you here. We hope you're having an awesome week, and regardless of when you're listening to this, we hope it adds value to your journey. I was sitting on the couch with my wife, Sarah, recently, and I asked her, hey, Sarah, do you have any ideas for the podcast? I'm, I'm looking for more ideas. What do you think? And she thought about it for a few seconds, and she said, what about the fact that we all mess up? And, and I don't know if she really thought that was a serious idea, but in my mind, immediately, I'm like, well, duh. Great idea. This is a great idea because she's right. We're all going to mess up. And I think this one um, maybe hits a little close to home for her because Sarah is prone to make a lot of mistakes. And I've talked about this before, but money is not Sarah's thing. She doesn't care about money. She doesn't have a passion for any of this stuff. Um, And she'll say she's allergic to numbers. And so this is a really good point from her because this one it's a, it's a theme that, that her and I deal with ongoing is that, that she makes a lot of mistakes. And so this is a great topic because I have a lot of clients who make a lot of mistakes. And whenever I talk to people in a, in a speaking environment, in the Q&A, they, they ask, what if we make mistakes? And so there's a reality here. We make mistakes. I make mistakes. And, and so the reality is we will mess up. We're going to mess up. We always do. And we're talking about thousands and tens of thousands of decisions that happen, you know, every day, every hour, and they all add up. And the culmination of all of our decisions help us get to where we're going. And so we are going to make bad decisions in there. We are going to mess up. But what do we do about that? How do we think about that? Because some of these, some of these mistakes, they're going to be small. And maybe that's, you know, we spend too much on a category or we, we accidentally accidentally buy something from Amazon that maybe we shouldn't have. Like, there's little things that, that, that will hurt our budget. You know, if we're budgeting well, we should, we should be following it. And sometimes we make a choice that will make our budget go askew. That, that's going to happen. It does happen. But some mistakes are big. You know, maybe somebody accidentally buys a new vehicle. And that, that, that sounds ridiculous, but that actually happened. That happened to me recently. I had a client who had paid off, I think, 80000 of debt, if I remember correctly. And the next meeting, they, they showed up with a brand new $35,000 vehicle, and they said, we accidentally bought this. I'm like, how do you accidentally buy a brand new vehicle? And they're like, well, we were just looking, and, and we drove one, and all of a sudden, it just happened. And so here they are. They, they paid off maybe 80000 of debt, they're debt-free, and then all of a sudden, boom, here's a new vehicle, $500 car payment. That was a mistake. Oh, they, and then they ended up having so much regret from it, and we had to sort through that. That was a big mistake. So there's little mistakes, and there's big mistakes, and we're going to make them. I'm going to make them. I talk about this stuff every day. The question isn't, are we going to mess up? The question is, When we mess up, what are we going to do about it? And there's really only two options. Number one, we can just give up. We can say, screw it. And we go back to doing the way we we used to do things. Option number two is we can keep fighting. 
And we have a choice to make. We always have a choice to make. And, and to my wife's credit, she's made a lot of mistakes. She's never given up. Now, she might have wanted to give up a time or two, but she never gave up. Even when we were paying off 236000 of debt, there was a lot of mistakes in there. But she kept fighting. She kept to it. And so that's the question. Are we going to give up or are we going to keep fighting? I have some examples here. I have a young client. I just met with him recently. Young single guy. And he ha- he's missed two months of his budget now. Just totally just disregarded it. And, and he lost two months of progress. There, there's not been a lot of progress. And, and I said, dude, what, what's up? Why did you just not do this? And he said, well, I traveled. And about two days into the trip, I realized I had blown my budget. And I was going to spend more than I was planning. And he said, so I just stopped worrying about it because I knew I had blown it. And I'm like, well, well dude, just because you blow the budget doesn't mean you, have, you get to stop budgeting and you stop tracking and you stop holding yourself accountable and he's like well I blew it so I just stopped and then that led into another month and it probably would have led into another month except for the fact that him and I were meeting and I said dude you can't just stop I said yeah okay you messed the budget up so what so what figure it out and move on recognize it define how big the mess up was and then just move on with life and and don't worry about it so what you spent a little bit more on travel than you thought, and you lost a little bit of progress that month. So what? Big deal. Move on, and that's okay. It's learning. Learning experience, and you had a cool trip. So don't let that ruin you. There's another example. Um, there's somebody that I've worked with in the past over a, few, over a period of a few years, and they they consistently just give up because they don't make as much progress as they think. You know, they're, they're thinking they're going to do, you know, X, Y, Z, you know, so let's say $1,000 a month, X, Y, Z. And, and they make a couple mistakes here and there. And all of a sudden, instead of making $1,000 progress on this dream, they make $100 of progress or $200 of progress. And they get frustrated and then they just stop. And they just stop and they go through long stretches where they just say, I, I don't even want to do this. I'm just going to go back to my old ways. I'm not going to do it. And so it's off and on, off and on, off and on all the time. There's an extreme example of that, of somebody I worked with maybe nine years ago. Nine years ago, I was working with them and they just said, it's not worth it. I don't want to do it. You know, they made some mistakes and they're like, screw it. And they just went back to living the way they were. And and that particular family, they had a bunch of dead and they live paycheck to paycheck, and they had tons of stress in their marriage, and they hated their jobs. You know, the typical story. And so they just said, forget this. We're going back. Travis, we don't want to do any of this anymore. We don't want to meet with you anymore. We want to go back to just doing it the way we were because we're tired of, of making mistakes. So I said, okay. About seven years later, they came to me, and they said, Travis, we would like your help. And I said, sure. And, and so as we're talking... Here's where they were at. They were doing the exact same thing they had done seven years prior when they gave up, except they were deeper into the hole. Deeper into the hole. They were deeper in debt. Their stress in their marriage was worse. They hated their careers more. Everything that they had done over the last seven years put them further behind. But here they were seven years later wanting to do it right. They literally lost seven years, and it was not a fun seven years for them. 
because they, they, they made a few mistakes early on. They got frustrated. They said, screw it, and they stopped. They lost seven years. Now, I am excited to say they've turned this thing around. Oh, they live such a cool life. It's great. It's so awesome to watch them now. Um, they, they've make, they're making progress. They're doing great things, but I think they wish they could have got that seven years back. And then there's another, there's another example of this on the other side, though. One of my clients, young couple, have some huge goals. They had some crazy goals that we set early on, and they're just crazy enough to, to, to think that it might actually happen. And, and, and it was tracking really well. They were crushing it, and things were going so well, and then COVID hit. And all of a sudden, one of them lost a job. And then the other one's in an industry where it just stopped. COVID just stopped it. So all of a sudden, you lose two incomes in a matter of two weeks. And then their wedding got canceled. And then they had to spend all this money trying to reconfigure what the wedding looked like. And then their furnace stopped working. And then one of their cars broke, and, and it was a huge fix. All these things happened to them. Just crushed their, their momentum. So they were making all this progress, and all of a sudden, not only did their progress stop, they went back three giant steps. Now, they could have just said, screw it, at that point. They could have, and some people would have, and, and I honestly thought they might, but they didn't. They didn't. They said, we are going to keep going. And sure enough, they kept going and they paid off all of their debt and they achieved these big, huge goals. And now there's some really insane life things that are happening for them that are just going to be amazing that would not have happened had they just given up. And it would have been so easy for them to give up. They had every excuse in the world to give up and they didn't. They didn't give up. They didn't play the victim role. They didn't say, what was me? They didn't try to, to, to make it everyone else's fault. They just said, it is what it is. Let's keep moving. And they did. Oh, it's, it, it's, I wish I didn't have confidentiality. I wish I could just share their whole story. But I can't, unfortunately. Maybe I can get them on the show to, to show the, share their story. But I can't. But that's what happens when we get this stuff right. When we get it right and we just fight through it, the good will come. Now, if you compare their original goal and their original timeline with how it played out, you could say, no, they, they failed. You could say that. They, they were behind the pace that they wanted to be at on this whole thing. But that's okay. Because what's important is that they don't prove to themselves that they can meet a certain deadline. The point was that they can win. And they can win together. And that's exactly what they did. And so that was what's important. They're never going to dwell on the fact that it took longer. Life happens. They're going to celebrate the fact that they did it together. And now they get to enjoy what life is bringing them today. So how do we stay on the right track? How do we be like that couple at the end? It's not an accident that they stuck to it. That's not an accident. So when, when life kicks us and we make mistakes... How do we stay on the path to keep going forward rather than to stop? There are seven things. Here, here's the first one. Number one, give yourself grace and give your partner grace. It's okay if we mess up because we're going to. Nobody ever said 
we need perfection here. We don't need perfection. And so anytime we make a mistake, anytime our partner makes a mistake, give yourself grace, give them grace. Because we need grace because this stuff isn't always easy. And there's so many decisions that get made that there will be mistakes. Some of the mistakes will be our fault. Some of the mistakes will be, you know, outside of our control. But there will be mistakes along the way, so we have to have grace along the way. Number two, this is the power of budgeting monthly. And people scoff at me when I talk about the importance of budgeting every single month. Every month needs its new, unique, individual budget for that month because life looks different every month. And this is one of my wife's favorite things. This is one of the things that got my wife through this is that when my wife makes a mistake, let's say she she overspends on her personal spending or we go over budget on groceries or we ended up not making as much income as we thought we were going to. Every time we make a mistake, I always say to her, sometime between one and 30 days from now, we get a fresh start. When that new month hits, we wipe the slate clean. We get a brand new start every single month. And this, this is a big blessing for my wife to know this, that when she makes a mistake, we'll figure it out. We have to deal with it. There's going to be consequences. But sometime between 1 and 30 days from now, we get a clean slate and she gets a new start. Oh, that's so, so important. And I felt this way. I've made some mistakes here. I made a mistake two months ago, and, and I was looking forward to the new month coming so that we could get a clean slate on our budget. So just know that when we budget every month, we always get a clean slate between 1 and 30 days from now. Number three, try not to make any life-altering mistakes. You know, overspending on a category or, or forgetting something or not making as much money as we thought this month, those are small mistakes. But when we make life-altering mistakes, things that, things that significantly hinder us, that's where it gets tough you know, going deeply into debt. what Maybe that's making a, an impulsive car purchase with debt, and maybe that's, maybe that's impulsively going to college for, for a, a, another degree without planning it, without having a, um, a roadmap on how you're going to pay for it. There's lots of decisions that can do that, that can get us into a life-altering situation. Maybe taking a, an ongoing commitment that you can't get out of. Maybe that's signing a contract for some service that you're stuck with for a year, two years, five years. Those things are life-altering. Timeshares is a, are a good example. Timeshares are a great example. That's a life-altering mistake. Number four, have very, very clear plans and goals. We need to know where we're trying to go and then map it out. We've talked in a prior episode about mapping it out. What does the map look like of our goals and the prioritization of our goals? And when we have very clear goals and plans, it's easier to not make mistakes because you have very defined objectives. And, and the clearer our goals and objectives can be, the easier it is to execute. And, and my, I found this in our own journey. When we, have, when we have very clear plans and goals and we map it out, my wife just makes less mistakes. She does. And part of it is because she cares more. She cares more. And so then she's more conscientious about the mistakes. And when, when our goals are a little bit loosey-goosey, as they have been 
at, over seasons, she's maybe not as as precise, and 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 there are more mistakes. That's human nature. So we need to have very clear plans and goals. Number five, we need to have contingency plans in place, because remember, mistakes are going to happen. Mistakes are going to happen. They they always are going to happen. And so what do we do about it? So we need to have contingencies in place. The first one is, is important. That's an emergency fund. Because if we make a mistake and we blow our budget, we may need some money to bring in to supplement for the mistake. If you overspend by $500 and you don't have that $500 because you've, it's not your budget, you might need to have to pull it from somewhere. And so we need to have an emergency fund sitting aside that's easily accessible. And, and no, you don't need to earn a lot of interest on it. It's not to make money. It's to, it's to protect you. It's to be an insurance policy against mistakes and against life. And so have an emergency fund. And, and that might be three months of, of, of expenses, maybe four, whatever it is in your life. Have it there so that when the mistake happens, you just figure it out. And then it might also look like if having extra ways to make income. Maybe you have some skills or some talents that you can create an income if you need to with them. You don't have to, but it'd be nice if you could. And so having those contingencies will help you navigate some of these mistakes and, and get through them instead of having them implode you. Number six, keep moving forward. Just because we can't make progress at 100 miles an hour doesn't mean we're failure. Sometimes moving at 10 miles an hour is still a win. The most important thing is that we make steps towards where we're going. And even if those steps are slower than we would like, they're still steps. And so keep moving forward one step at a time, one foot after the other, because that's getting you closer and, and getting closer is all that matters. Like that couple that, that had all that life hit them all at the same time. They never stopped moving, though they slowed down significantly. And so they kept moving forward. And so it, when you make mistakes, just make sure you don't start taking steps backward. Keep moving forward. Because every time we're moving forward, we are getting closer to the goal. We will hit that goal sometime. It just might take a little bit longer. But always keep moving forward. And then number seven, remember why you're doing it. We need a why here. We need a bigger purpose. And that bigger purpose can't be we're paying off debt or I want to buy a car. The bigger purpose has to be tied to meaning. It has to be tied to something you deeply, deeply care about. Because remember, money is never about money. It's always about something bigger. And so don't ever lose sight of that. Don't ever lose sight of the bigger purpose because that bigger purpose will fuel us even through all those mistakes. So I hope that helped, guys. And if you'd like to reach us outside of the podcast, we would love to hear from you. You can find us on Instagram. You can find me, Travis Shelton, on Instagram. You can find our YouTube channel named Meaning Over Money. Or you can find 
our financial course for young adults where we teach young adults how to live for the meaning and not for the money. And that's that meaning over that money. And as podcast listeners, we have a, a promo code for you. We don't want you to pay full price. We want to give you a better deal because we so appreciate you being here listening to the podcast. If you use the, the promo code podcast25, podcast25, you can get 25% off any of our courses. And for some of you, you want to take a next step. And this might be a great place to do that, to go deeper with us. And, and some of you, you're, you're not ready for that. And you just want to listen to the podcast and we love that you're here and we hope this continues to add value to your journey. Take care, guys. 